Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Metal Robot Podcast. I promise I won't be doing this the entire episode. <laughs> I wanted to start with something different for once. Is, is that a crime? Is that a crime? You're listening to MRP, the Metal Robot Podcast. Welcome back to the Metal Robot Podcast. I'm your host, Tom McKay. Uh, if This is actually sort of a bonus episode because we are currently off this week for the main show and I, I won't get, go into the specific details as to why it's taking so fucking long, but let's just say some Bezos fuckery is going on with the delivery of my desk and it's causing a lot of problems, so we're still off this week, but nonetheless, we're going to do something here. I wanted to give you something and... I wanted to give you another episode of Metal Robot Throwbacks, because I've still got plenty of interviews in the old archives, in the good old archives. That is really not an archive, because you can find all these on YouTube. But I wanted to give you something from uh, still pretty early on in my in interviewing career. This is back in 2019, December 2019, and I was interviewing for the first time CRS which is a Mexican death metal band. Now, this was pretty significant for me because at this time, all the people I've interviewed have been from Toronto, from Oshawa, from Toronto again. Like this all, it's all pretty been within my local group, essentially. And so with this, like this is also like I was out of practice by this point. I had, I had like very few interviews I'd done with other people at this point. And to add that on top of the fact that this is the first interview I'm doing with someone outside of my local group. Oh, and also with an interviewee who can speak English really well, but is not his first language. And so I was worried the entire time, like a fucking twat, whether or not uh, like any of my jokes were going to land or whether any of these questions were going to do well or if this interview is going to go well. Again, this is like pretty early on, so this was something that I was very not confident with, which we'll get into after the interview's done. But you know, I'm gonna stop wasting time here. Let's take a look at my interview with CRS from 2019. Sir Oz of CRS over Skype right now. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm due. How are you going? I'm doing pretty good. You guys formed almost 30 years ago, and it's been about 20 or so years. 20 years, yeah, since your last album, and there hasn't been much since. So I gotta ask, what have you guys been up to in that period of time? We start the Bonnie in 1991, uh, you know, like a garage band, and, uh, and we used to have a lot of, of local gigs, and we were doing our best, you know, trying to, to, to show what we can say as teenagers with a lot of anger against a society with many, many things that we don't really like it. Uh, we keep together uh, until 1999 and we recorded our first album called Reciclando Desesperación. And after that, we decided to stop to play because we have many things to do in the professional lives, in personal life. But uh, we keep we kept some songs, and people always was asking to us to when we're when we we're going back, and and then we decided to 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 record a new album uh, three years ago. We always kept in in contact 
my best friends, my best friends are, are the, the CRS members. And, and we have a lot of contacts, no problems at all with any of us. Uh, but we we kept busy for several years, you know. You know, it, it's really hard in, in a country like Mexico uh, uh, just be focused on a band, on a, especially when you are talking about a dead metal band. There is no way to 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 make a living from 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 a metal band. Uh, your new album, The Collector of Truths. Uh, it's the, again, like I mentioned earlier, it's the first album in 20 years. So uh, you were talking about you took a break because you wanted to focus on professional life. What gave you that drive again? We when, when we finished the first album, we we have two or four songs, and and, and we really like it because you are mature the song, you are working better in 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 the songs, and and, and we'll always thinking about that song and we want to record it again. And, and that's, that's one of the fierce uh, uh, motor, you know, the fierce motive to do it again. And we need to rescue that song and try to record them. Uh, and I guess that's the most, the most important thing, you not know, trying to, to rescue the songs and show that we have something to say to the people. For this album, you actually got the chance to work with uh, Kevin Tiley, uh, Tiley of Dying Fetus and Linus Klaut. Kla you got the chance to work with Linus as well. What was it like working with other musicians on this album? It was a really good experience to us living in a, a country like Mexico with not many structure. We were always trying to show that we can do uh, 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 music with an international level, you know. Uh, how did they get in contact with you for this album? I'm just curious about this because uh, there, I, there's a thing that I've talked about before on this channel where, you know, some genres have a hard time being able to get their bands to differentiate themselves from each other. Like, a lot of the bands tend to sound a lot alike. So is there anything that you would say uh, you do differently from the rest of death metal as a whole? I guess that the most important thing that we try to do uh, in this album is try to offer a dynamic sound. Then we try to, to show different styles of death metal, of technical death metal. Then every song is different between, between each one. We were trying to keep the, the, the root of our lyrics focused on ourselves. You know, most of the times people are talking about factor, external factors like war, serial killers or something like that. But in our case, we are most of the times talking about us, the fear of being uh, yourself. You know? So basically what you're saying is while other bands will talk about coming blood and uh, bashing people in the face with a hammer, you guys are talking about uh, that uh, your inner demons and being able and fearing of being yourself. We deal with with issues like depression, anxiety, anxiety uh, panic, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and most of the time actually it's a fight 
between between you and yourself. Well, it's good to know that your lyrical content is a lot more relatable than just getting fucked with a knife. It's a lot, <laughs> a lot more relatable for a lot of people. So building off that last question, you may have touched on it a little bit. Uh, is there anything that this album does differently from your debut? Like what can fans expect from this upcoming album? Yeah, okay. In our first album, we, we have more uh, a death metal uh, root, the old, old death metal root. And we really like it. But in this album, you can find a, a better structure, more fluid songs. Uh, we combine melody, slow parts, slow solos, beautiful solos with with energy, brutal energy, and, and, and all the death metal force. You can find more trash parts. You can find uh, technical death metal. You can find jazz. You can find. Uh, uh, brutal death metal, blast beats, you can find everything groovy part because we always have a really good influence from bands like uh, Strapping Your Lots or Fear Factory, for example. Uh, and, and we put that into death metal and, 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 and we like that song. Is there anything that you would actually like to say to any newcomers watching this video that would be able to get them into your music? Give us a chance. In, in these times, the most difficult thing is that people uh, give a play to you, you know, as a, as a Mexican band, Latin American band, and, and in a world with so many thousands of bands, sometimes it's really hard to, 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 to get new audience. They can find uh, something really good in metal, in, in, and I'm not talking only about CRS, there are plenty good uh, musicians in, in Latin America. Finally, the final question. This is probably the most important question that I'm going to ask you, and I ask this of every band that I interview. So important. This question is, if you could be any cereal box character, who would you be? Oh my god. Oh my god. It's of many importance. Hey, I, I agree with you. Captain Crunch. He's a revolutionary naval, naval uh, guy, you know? And I really like uh, people who try to change the war, and I guess the Captain Crunch uh, do it really good. I'm so glad you had a badass explanation as to why you would be Captain Crunch. <laughs> if that's not metal, I don't know what is. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> so that was my interview with CRS, Sir Oz of CRS. And... You might be thinking, Tom, why is that cringe to you? That sounded fine. And you're right. For all intents and purposes, this is a fine interview. It's serviceable. I think the reason why I look back on it with such cringe in my in my thoughts is because most of the like cringeworthiness is in myself and how I conducted things. Like, I was, you can listen to it again and you'll hear. Like, I was so not confident in anything I was doing. Like, Sir Oz, he was doing great. Sir Oz was a fucking champ for coming on this, for coming on the show and being interviewed by me, despite the fact I clearly had no fucking clue what I was doing. Again, this is my third ever interview that I'd ever done. And even worse, this was months after the last one. This was before uh, Astroth Incarnate and months after I interviewed Lindsay Schoolcraft. And it's something that I, I look back on. I'm like, no shit, you were not confident. You didn't know what you were doing. 
But that's a beautiful thing about hindsight, because nowadays, I know that confidence is everything when it comes to a performance or conversation. Like, nowadays, I'm more confident in what I'm doing. I'm more confident in who I am and the jokes I'm telling, which, by the way, if you don't have confidence in your own comedic material as a comedian, you gotta get some, because <laughs> that's gonna fuck you over so fucking bad, regardless of the medium. And... Back then, I just didn't have it. And so, it's just something I look back on. And I'm like, I should have had confidence in who I was. Because I do nowadays. I don't know why I didn't back then. At the end of it all, like, I guess if there's anything that I wish you would take away from this is that whether you're interviewing people or being interviewed or just having a conversation with friends, be confident in who you are. I know that's easier said than done. Don't get me wrong. After all, for me, it took years, years to get confident in myself. But it's worth remembering that you will be fine. Like, no one's going to judge you for what's coming out of your mouth. But if you are not confident in what you're saying, then yeah, people are going to notice. I can kind of tell, looking back, that Sir Oz knew I didn't know what I was doing. And he was doing his, like a fucking champion, was doing his best to roll with it. Like, really, when you get down to it, anything that I was saying there, there was nothing inherently bad or cringeworthy I was saying. Read out the transcript, and it's fine. But it gets down to the performance of it all. The cadence. The way I'm talking. The tone. There's so much that could have been better. And... It all boils down, again, to the confidence. Like, as long as you're not telling them to fucking fuck a chainsaw and being confident that you, what you're saying is what you truly believe in and what you really want to talk about, then at the end of it all, it'll turn out better than you would even imagine. But with that said, thanks for listening to this episode. We'll be back, hopefully, hopefully, next week. Assuming Bezos can get his shit together here. So just stay tuned for that. I'll keep you posted on socials at The Metal Robot on Facebook and Twitter at The Dot Metal Robot on Instagram. Stay tuned for that. I'll see you in the mosh pit next time. Have a good night. You just listened to MRP, The Metal Robot Podcast.